0: And welcome to another episode of Too Much are As today is 420, happy 420, everybody out there. Obviously, it's been 420 the whole month this year, but yeah, it's 420 double today. So everybody, hopefully, everybody's getting dates today out there. Um, so yeah, I'm back for another episode of the. Um, this day in baseball history, looking back on today in history, a couple of good things that happened today in history that I'm going to be looking back on. So, yeah, let's just get right into that. A lot of people smoke just to get by, but I see things much different medically, physically, mentally, theoretically. Put it in a letter so you let it be. One day we'll all agree and have peace up under a big chronic tree. If I had my way at 4208 day, you could play for J and not have to answer to nobody. I live my life like it's a party, so let's go, cause I'm cold. So first thing I start off with here is uh 2018, Sean Manaya had his twelfth he pitched the twelfth no-hitter in A's history. Uh the first one since Dallas Braden's perfect game in 2010. And it was first. It was against the Red Sox. It was the first Red Sox. The first time the Red Sox got no hits in three thousand nine hundred eighty-seven games. Um, and it was back in nineteen ninety-three. It Was the last time they got no hit against the Mariners. So yeah, Manaya getting that no hitter, and you know Manaya was out last year, but he'll if he do have a season this year, he'll be back. Uh, be a solid piece of that rotation for the A's this year. I mean, the A's have a good shot, I think, to win that division, even the A.O. A- West, depending on what kind of season we have. I don't know. Like they even have, I think they even have a better shot of winning the division with a shorter season. So, um, then go to 2013 first. First game um, at Fenway at, since the Boston bombing. Um, Neil Diamond actually showed up unannounced at Fenway And asked the Red Sox if he could sing Sweet Caroline And He performed it in the 8th inning And everybody was Boston strong And here's a little bit of a clip of it Today, in person Would you please welcome Mr. Neil Diamond Boston what an honor it is for me to be here today I bring love from the whole country Know it. but then and I know now, it's, growing it's growing strong, strong. It was, it was the spring. spring, and spring became the summer, who would have believed you'd come. come along, and Touch it, touch reach out, touch it, touch you touch it, you it, touch it, touch it, touch in my sweet. life yeah, and it was yeah, it was great to see the city of Boston coming together again for after the terrible, terrible, terrible uh, incident at the Boston Marathon, and also Big Poppy David Ortiz gave a tremendous speech before the game. Um, to honor, recognize the victims and honoring the heroes of the tragedy, and it was just a really emotional speech, and it was great. Even as a Yankees fan, it was—I loved it. It was a great moment for the city to come together like that. I was, everybody was coming together for Boston in that, that time. word today. He doesn't say Red Sox. He say Boston. We want to thank Mayor Menino, Governor Patrick, the whole police department for the great job that they did this past week. This is our fucking city. Think stay, strong. Yeah, stay strong Boston strong I I get I still get emotional from it it was just you know it wasn't just wasn't Boston that was just attacked it was everybody it was America attacked like not like just any kind of moment anything like that like 9/11 and that and any other any uh terroristic things that happen like that or just attack on the country as a whole and we all just showing that we can be together and come together like we did there and after 9-11 that shows that shows that we're strong that we're better than those who attacked us we are way stronger way better than them that they can't tear us apart like they're trying to. That's what they want to do. That's what they're trying. That's what they want to accomplish. They want to tear us apart when they do shit like that. And we don't. We show that we're better. We're stronger. And we come out the other side even better. And we will this time. Now the invisible threat of the fucking coronavirus. We will come back. Come through this stronger on the other side as a fucking country, as a fucking world. We won't let this stop us from being one, being together, being strong. And I'm telling you, we will be, we're all in this together. We will be better for it. We will get out of this. And the other side's going to be, we're going to get to the, get some sunshine here. We're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know it. And 2012, Yvonne um, Nova won his 15th straight w- decision as he was on the Yankees at the time, uh, beating beating those said Red Sox at Fenway six to two, and that's 15th straight win for him, put him ahead of Whitey Ford and Steve Sundra on the franchise list. For in, he was in second place. Just one win behind Roger Clemens on the franchise list. And 2012, also that same, same year, 2012, the Reds became the fifth Major League team to record their 10,000th franchise victory. Winning nine four of the Cubs at Wrigley Field, um, and the other four teams were the Giants, Cubs, Dodgers, Cardinals. Wait a minute, this is yeah, it was a sixth. I don't know why it says fifth on this website. It says fifth, but it's they don't know how to do math because there's five others. That so I means that the sixth. It was the Giants, Cubs, Car- Dodgers, Cardinals, and Braves. So they became the sixth team to get their ten thousandth win. So pretty, yeah. It was obvious. They're obviously a, the first team ever, as we talked about the other day. So they're a very historic franchise, um, and also another one back in two thousand ten. Oh, sorry, two thousand twelve. Actually, too was um hundredth anniversary of of the opening day of Fenway Park. It opened up in 1912, and there were 200 former players in attendance, including John Pesky, Carl Yastrzemski, Bill Buckner, Pedro Martinez, as they celebrated the 100th anniversary before the game. Uh, It was Caroline Kennedy, who was the great-granddaughter of the former mayor of Boston, Honey Fitz, she threw out three ceremony first pitches and honey fits her great, great grandfather. Great. Um, threw out the first pitch on opening day in 1912, hundred years before. So, yeah, this is a eventful day for Boston. A lot of historic things happened. A lot of things went down on this day for the Boston. Um, and also in, it involved the 2010 involved the Red Sox as they, it was something that involved them. That was that they gave up. They allowed the Rangers to steal nine bases, which established a franchise mark for the Rangers and one of stolen bases in one game. It also had one. They also had five stolen bases, in one inning, which is also a club record. and, it also tied the franchise mark for the Red Sox of uh, stolen bases allowed in a game, which was marked that was set back in 1913. So, pretty crazy. Um, and then let's see, we go to 2010 or 2006. Frank Robinson got reached his hundredth. Wayne Plateau, a 53rd manager to do so in in history. Um, he was, at the time, managing the Nationals. Uh, he was also, as we... Uh, a few days ago, I think a week a week or so ago, we, it was on the day that he became uh, the first black manager. Um, he had previously managed the Indians, Giants, Orioles, and Expos, and... His record at the time stood actually below five hundred, though with thousand wins and one thousand ninety-five losses in in sixteen years. And also, two thousand six, Julio Franco became is a pinch hitter for the Padres. Or pinch hitter for the Mets at Petco Park against the Padres. He was forty-seven years, two hundred forty days old. And the previous he surpassed the previous mark, um, uh, by Jack Quinn, who was a pitcher, and hit the home run at the age of forty six years, three hundred fifty seven days. So yeah, uh, we talk about old older guys, older players. Like we talked about, Jimmy Moore still pitching until forty nine, and some other guys that were old, older that kept playing to a pretty. Co- Crazy level, no one Ryan. Um, but, yeah. And back to 1997. Next biggest, bigger thing here. Uh, yeah, the Cubs actually lost their 14 straight. 14th straight game to start the season which at the which was uh na- set a national league record for the most losses to start a season and it was actually also this day that the Orioles also lost a 14th straight game in 1988 and they have the major league record they have the overall major league record of 21 that that same year in 1988 they ended up losing 21 straight to start the year So, yeah, that was a terrible start. So, the Cubs still have the second worst in the majors, first in the National League of 0-14 to start the year. And 1988, we go to Claudel Washington. Um, He had appeared as a pinch hitter in the game for the Yankees. And he hit the tenth, 10,000th home run in franchise history. And that's the, that was the most in the major leagues. And then it was at the Metrodome against the Twins. And then 1973, a big moment for uh, the Pirates. Uh, the Roberto Comente was four months after he had passed away in the tragic The tragic accident. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in the special election. So yeah, Clemente having a great career with the Pirates there, and sad that it got cut short in in that um, tragic plane crash. But it was good of them to for him to be inducted there. Of course, you know to do it do it early and not have to wait so yeah definitely great career three or 17 career batting average 240 home runs um, MVP in 1966 15 time all-stars all-star appearances. So, yeah, really solid, really, really, really solid career for Camonte, of course. Um, and then 1967, Tom Seaver picked up his first Major League win. As the Mets had attained him in a lottery draw- drawing that included the Braves, Phillies, and Indians. He, he ended up going seven and two-thirds innings that game, giving up eight hits and one run at Shea Stadium. Uh, and, and of course, had a, another. He had a solid career for the Mets, and being known as the franchise, and was a great pitcher for them for years. Uh, 1955, Roberto Robinson, he became the first Panama-born player to appear in a major league game. Uh, he came came on the bullpen, and he earned a save in the game, and he Struck out Hank Sawyer, the only batter he faced in the game. And now, of course, we all know the greatest Panama born player of all time is Mariano Rivera, who appeared, you know, 40 years, 40 years later for the Yankees. So, yes, yeah, so, <clears throat> there's been. You know he's Roberto R- R- Robinson. You know, maybe without him, you wouldn't wouldn't have seen Mariano go over. But I mean, you never know. But still, he started. He was the first one. So, and in 1948, Richie Asper- Ashburn made his major league debut. Um, went one for five in the opening day game at Shibe Park. And you know Richie Ashburn. Richie Ashburn, I remember we talked about him a couple, of, a few days ago or something. I remember he did something. He's another one who had a solid careers. You know, he's in the Hall of Fame. Got inducted in 1995. Um, passed away in 1997. Uh, he had, he didn't hit home runs. He only had 29 career home runs. But he did hit for average, batting average. Um, played from 1948 to 1962, and he also played for the, the Cubs for two years and the Mets for one year. His final year, final year was the Mets, and um, five All Star games. So you know, solid. Solid career for the Met for the Phillies. Um, and Ed Williams also made his debut in nineteen thirty nine, you no know, nine years prior to that. And But he went. He struck out in his major, his first major league at bat. He but he went. One ended up going one for, one for four. I mean, with and he. Now that first hit of his two thousand six hundred fifty four hits in his nineteen years, nineteen year career. So, yeah, he's one of the greats, of course. He's up there. You know, with the Bay Roots, the world is is one of the greatest hitters of all time. For sure. In 1916, uh, the Cubs played their first game at the ballpark at the time known as, called Wigman Park, which of course now is called Wrigley, uh, Wrigley Field. Yeah, which was ten years after that, they named it, renamed it to Wrigley Field, in honor of William Wrigley, who had gained full ownership of the team seven seasons prior to that renaming. Um, also, the Tigers made their debut at Navin Field, Navin Field, um, later to be called. Tiger Stadium, and they were at that bar park for 87 years, as that year it, it replaced Bennett Park. And also, as I said, 1912, the first game at Fenway, um, and it was a member of one for the Red Sox, they ended up Winning, beating the New York Highlanders, obviously is known as the Yankees now. Well, um, in eleven innings, seven to six, a walk off. So, had a great opening for the Red Sox, Fenway. Um, and then two years before that, nineteen ten, Addie Joss of the Indians threw a second career no hitter. After two years before that, he won. I mean, he tossed a perfect game. So. Yeah, but a perfect game. No hitter on his resume. So that's basically it, though. That's not two crazy things going on here. There's a lot of memorable ones, of course. But nothing to go. Nothing. There's not as many things as a couple other days, but there's definitely memorable ones for sure but that'll basically do it here. And um, I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode with see if I have somebody else coming on for that one as I went solo for the second straight time. Um, And, and make sure you listen to all the other episodes we've done over the past few weeks, doing this looking back in time and you know the NFL draft coming up soon going to be having a lot of NFL draft content on the site uh, score crow so hopefully that'll that'll be fun to actually get something and you know of course I'm pretty sure everybody watched the first two episodes of the last dance last Saints, which was phenomenal what a phenomenal show so far and yeah, definitely excited to watch the next the next episodes. Have to wait another week for next Sunday. It's kind of like somebody mentioned in our scorecard trial chat last night that it's kind of like watch waiting for, for Sunday night football. I mean Sunday football on Sunday because you know you're you have to wait a week again to watch it. So it's kind of like sports are back. We've got something to watch, and we've got something to watch. This you know starting on Thursday for the NFL draft, which will be really fun to watch. But, yeah, make sure you, you know, give us some ratings, give views on any of the platforms that have podcasts that you listen to. So, yeah, that's about it. That's it for this episode. Um, We'll be back again tomorrow. And just a reminder, you can never, ever, ever have too much pod tar or too much marijuana. Will you please, you please. Today's the day to smoke weed. So go away, the place. Uh. So dance, today's the place. Uh. So go away and put your chains up and spoil. Nah, 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 Remember smoking with my cousin? Now we all raw cone stuffin'. Enough to wake the neighbors up. KK, my favorite flavor. And you ain't gotta ask cuz major. I smoke like the whole players. Only put it in the paper. I just started recently letting niggas smoke blunts around me. Known to keep the room cloudy. Get a bad bitch. Sit her down. Let her smoke match her open. Best trees I'll be smoking, smell it through the bag so it's potent. Even get it on the plane. TSA don't even notice. Ran in the burner, he done taught a young nigga how to grow it. A pothead, but I'll be focused. And it ain't in my session if it's bullshit. Only the best, what you dealing with is legal now. Everybody's doing this. So don't wait. Today's out. Today's out. So come with it, but you chase up. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. place up. the to place So come with it, chase up.